You saw the Instagram I sent you? Oh, oh you sent it on Instagram? Yeah, yeah see, check while you're talking. Go ahead. All right, so pretty much. Look at Elmo. What the? I'm going to show y'all what he's looking at. <laughs> ah, look what he's looking at. I'm saying this to everybody right now. Ah, I'm saying this to everybody right now. Ah, y'all look at him. He got him by the waist. Look, 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 look. At a kid's party. Elbow fucking up. Ah. Yo, you know Elbow definitely got some pee pee after that shit, yo. He definitely got some pee pee after that shit. Yo, he definitely got some pee. Fuck that. That's hilarious. All right, continue right, so with what I was saying before The Instagram that, that live. Shit. I'm sorry. That was funny. The Instagram live. Uh, so, it was a show the night pre- So, yeah. All right, five, four, three, two. Well, does he, does he even count that at this point? I mean, I tried to because you said that I'd just fucking be recording and i never set you up right. And so, I'm just, I was like, go ahead, Rich. You could count us in. But I know. If, you've been away for a while. I miss you, man. I miss you too, my nigga. I'm here. I'm back. We yeah. here. We in the motherfucking building. Yes. So what's up, everybody? This is us. This is us. This, this is us. Like this is us makes you cry. Have you ever watched that series? What's this is us? Put me on. It's like this. I think it's on NBC. CBS. No, no, I'm not. I'm not big on like. I don't know. It takes a lot. It, it like I would have to be. I would have to binge. I have to binge like the. Uh, I have to have the ability to binge a series or something, mm-hmm. and it has to be good. You know that. That's why. I, and I like. Um. I like. True stories and documentaries and all that shit. I do too. I'm fiend for them, bro. I like things that involve like murder and then like figuring out the murder and then like figure out the murder thirty years later. Like, yo, how did he die? And then they find like old photographs and you said bloody walls and the bitch's head in the toilet somewhere. Like, how the fuck did it get there? Oh yeah, uh, we talked to this guy. They lied and then they come to find out he had the axe hidden under the ground. No, the basement uh-huh. somewhere. I love shit. Like you see, that. you see with the um, you see Malcolm X when they when um nobody he got killed on that altar or that stand and nobody went to investigate it for like thirty years. It was like, still in the basement. Finally, when they investigate it, they find his killer. Yeah, and then he, the killer ends up dying or some shit. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, like after they try, like I, this is the killer, but he don't want to get it. And then all of a sudden, that nigga just dies. I I fall in love with I fall in love with not fall in love, but I get so intrigued by like um Pablo Escobar. Pablo's one of my. I don't know. I I don't know what it. Well, I don't believe the story. Like, I don't believe the story so much about how he was killed. But there's pictures of him. No, not that. Not. not, I believe he's dead. But um, all the police officers that were involved, they all tell separate stories. A lot of a lot of their stories don't like. There was a whole conspiracy behind it. But regardless, he is dead. Hmm. But to see his come up, bro. To see his come up and to see how he would, you know. Spanish people tell me, like, my man's Colombian. He, t- he says, you know, Pablo almost did it. Pablo almost became a politician and really became a man of power. He almost did it. If it wasn't for him putting that bomb in the plane, he might have gotten away. Because they, 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 they killed, like, 13 people or some shit. Like, they might have gotten away with that. He might have gotten away with being in power. You know? And that's crazy to think, you know. That's why I said I should get so interested. Like, Dave Koresh... Dave Koresh and the yo, how using the, the power of your words to just how, how the hell who yo man I don't oh no Mark we all know Mount Carmel right that was that place was called yeah, Mount yeah, Carmel yeah yeah, shit. yeah 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 had yeah, like yeah. fucking what fucking underage girls getting babies from them all living in a giant impreg- compound with and then mad he's, guns he's telling them he's telling these bitches that I'm God told me to give you a baby yes what like, what are you doing bro in like, Waco. In Texas, and this is at the where is Waco like a bumblefuck part of nowhere in Texas? Um, no, it's just a part of Texas. It's just because you, you know there's like countryside of each like state. Yeah, that's, that's like that's, shit. Go shit yeah, is nah, crazier. No, nah, Waco's Waco's a countryside. Yeah, we're, we're, most of Texas is rural unless you're in the city, unless, unless you're, you're in like Dallas, Dallas or Austin. You know Houston, what I'm saying? Like, which we gotta go someday, man. Nah, definitely. We got, we, definitely. we need to do like a block. Like get some shows mm-hmm. out there, some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I, that should be like easy setting up though. I just wouldn't want it to be open mics. I I like I, no, I'm I never know. again. I you know. I did one in San Francisco a couple years back. I mean, it was okay, but it's like the setup they had was like I had my music on a USB. Uh huh. I didn't know like there was no DJ. There was just plug and play. But I didn't know that you needed your phone. So I'm literally going into my emails to play my records, hoping that my phone doesn't like fade out as I'm like performing, just to do one song. I was like, I'm only gonna have time for one song, and I did it. And then 
the whole crowd just looks at me mad, weird, and shit. Like, because they never heard shit like this before. If you ever hear my song Dialogue, it's like pretty much fucked up. But it's like the way they were like just staring because it's like, oh, it was this country bumblefuck niggas. And like, not bumblefuck niggas in San Francisco, but this is niggas playing guitar. They had one rapper and then like the rest was just like, Niggas on guitar, just going off and shit. They were cool, but it's like, then I go get up there and talk about beating my meat and like with a midget and like fucking all these girls. And then like, I get like the, I think there was like 15 people there. I heard just one nigga clap. Yeah, you, you. (laughs) They're like, I was like, thank you all. And they're like, yeah, woo. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know your audience as best as you can, man. Like, I just did because I was on vacation with my parents, and I told my dad, like, let me see if I can find like an open mic around here. No, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm I'm gonna do that pretty soon. Like, when I go to Florida in September, I'm gonna just see if I can find some open mics somewhere or like some showcases down there for a week. Because you know, I, it's like I know people in Florida. I didn't know nobody in San Francisco, so they might give me some hookups down there. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens with that trip. You have a story, any similar story where you travel out of state in a place you didn't know and you said a, said or did a crazy song and they're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I probably not. Probably not. But I will say, I will say as far as performing in other places, um, all right, I know I, I know I don't deserve this. I know I don't, because I, I don't. You don't deserve, you know, you, you. You don't. I don't. I don't deserve. I don't deserve what I'm about to say. But it, for me, it'd be really important to me if I, when I'm performing out of state, if I had a time slot, mm-hmm. it'd be really important to me. You know, one thing I didn't like particularly when I performed out of state is, um, mind you, we're all we're New York niggas, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Anybody yeah, yeah. We're New York. Yeah. The the way the way it gets flooded. Yes, New York the, is constantly. There's an open mic probably going on everywhere. There's a showcase happening everywhere. So like for us, as New Yorkers going out of state. And trying to get like shows is like a so semi. It depends if you're not if you're like in fucking Philly, it's gonna be almost like New York. If you're like in Jersey, it's gonna be almost like a New York showcase. But if you go sometimes, to, sometimes, 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 it's, it depends on like what the place is or some shit like like where you're gonna be at. But if you go to like fucking Kansas or fucking like Las Vegas, Nevada, they're not gonna understand how like New York rat scene is like like that. All right, so continue. I just wanted to make that clarification. For well, you, I did. Buddy. I did just remember. I did just remember. Yo, um, I sent you something by the way. But um, what I like when I performed, I just didn't like that there was so many of us performing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I didn't like that there was 15, 20 people, twenty five people to perform. That's why I said I know I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it because it's not like I'm like you know class A. I don't sell millions of records, or, but. I don't know. When it comes to being a performer, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the space, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta take the space. I just don't like being sandwiched between people. Like with comedians, I, I get it. You know, there'd be like seven, eight comedians for the night. You, I, I could get it. I can get a show that is five to ten artists. I could get that. I, I'm, I'm losing the interest to perform amongst 30, 40 artists of the night, and I gotta wait, and I gotta wait, and I gotta wait. And I got it. Oh, you can't no. just tell me a timestamp. And then when you're not from that state, they play you. Yep. That's what I've witnessed. When I'm not, since I'm not from that state, they calling all their mans up. Yep. They calling everybody some, else up. Some shit just happened not too long ago that I saw a lot. That was buzzing because I, I jumped in like an Instagram live. Talk to him. Because uh, I was a part of. So I don't give a fuck about this place. But you saw the Instagram I sent you. Oh, oh you said it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah see, check while you're talking. Yeah. All right, so pretty much. Look at Elmo. What the- I'm gonna show y'all what he's looking at. <laughs> ah, look what he's looking at. I'm sending this to everybody right now. Ah, I'm sending this to everybody right now. Ah, y'all look at him. He got him by the waist. Look, 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 look. At a kid's party. Elbow fucking up. Ah. Yo, you know Elbow definitely got some pee pee after that shit, yo. He definitely got some pee pee after that shit. Yo, he definitely got some pee. Fuck that. That's hilarious. All right, continue right, so for what I was saying. Before the Instagram that, that live. Shit. I'm sorry. That was funny. The Instagram live. Uh, so, there was a show the night previous called Traffic Jam, I think. It was called Traffic Traffic Jam. It was like near the BQ. I think it was called like the Traffic Jam on the Belt or some shit. Uh huh. Like, a couple of the handliners was like D, D Chambers, K Goddess, and all this shit. Okay. So, you popped in on a live. Yeah. So, I, I popped. No, I popped in the following day. 
because I saw that it was happening because I knew like about three, four people that were performing there. I think they, from what I've gathered, the set time was like 4.45. Okay. But what I didn't know was that there was probably like about 40 plus motherfuckers on the bill. Wow. So, and then also going to find out about a good quarter of them didn't even get a chance to go up. And they paid for their slot. It's like a hundred slot, hundred dollar slots. Are you kidding me? And they, I think it looked like from my like two two song set type shit. So I already knew it was a bullshit from the jump. Just looking at how bullshit the flyer was. Like I was like, the way the flyer set up, and no one who's gonna be that. The niggas that are like the headliners, quote unquote. Nobody's really a fucking headliner. They're just niggas that are just known. Like, let me make that clear. Just because you see headliner doesn't mean you fucking pop it. Let's just make that clear. No, that that like that 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 headliner that headliner is there so you would come. Yeah. So you so you would come drop your no, dollars they, to perform. No, they give you, it just gives you in the mystique like there's somebody when they're actually no fucking body. I mean, it, me. you know what it is. You know what it is. Look, I, uh, um um what what they offer you these promoters or yourself promoters a janky. Um, yeah. all, all these promote, you know, no, but what they offer you, and I can't lie, is just opportunity to rub elbows with these people. And yes. in certain <laughs> lights, a lot of us, you know, as we get older, you don't care. Uh, I'm, but you, as you, you care. no, as you get older, you, you, as you don't get older, you don't care. When you're younger, you don't really pay attention to it. No. But if you can find yourself in a medium mm. where you understand that these people are. These people are like if you can make the relationship, yeah. that, that's all you need. Like, like, all you need is a picture with them. All you need is to have a convo with them. Rub elbows a little bit, and then next thing you know, you can get opportunity. Oh shit, I know him. Oh yeah, yeah, I've talked yeah. to him a couple. You know, that's all that is. Like, like, like oh, he followed me on like oh, they follow you on Instagram, or they might know somebody like in their circle that could lead you to like the next opportunity. So I get that, but at the end of the day, like trust me, I've been doing this shit for over eight years. I've quote unquote rubbed elbows with a lot of people. I've had to network. Most of it is just you opening your mouth, going up to people, getting them your car, hoping that they watch you on stage and do your thing. Absolutely. And you know they'll probably make the connection because most people, because most especially artists like indie artists like that, like that go on stages like that, they assume that oh they give like a lit set that people are just gonna automatically start coming up to them like yo I like your shit. Come to my studio. I like your shit. I gotta manage you and shit like that. No, you gotta make that type of connection. You gotta be the one out there. Like, hey, you gotta show that you're hungry for this more than they are, because they're already at whatever position that they are. Mm-hmm. You need to get yourself up there. You're nobody to them. Mm-hmm. There's a million. There's forty plus niggas on that stage. How are you gonna stand out from those forty plus niggas? That's What's what gonna? You gotta be the fucking most greatest performer of all time if they're gonna ever step up to or you just be, after. Or, or just completely stand out and fucking. Have half your head shaved and perform. Like, look at look different. at the baby. Look at the baby at at, at Rolling Loud when when everybody first started noticing him. He was in a diaper. Yep. He was walking around, black frolic motherfucker with chains on in a diaper. And that nigga was damn. That was bad. I know he did that for A three C in twenty seventeen. That shit was maybe crazy. it was A three C then. It was a, but whatever the case may be, the but fact still, he stood out and look at him now. Like, he was fucking nobody in 2017. Nobody gave a shit about who the baby was in 2017. It took him, what, a good year and a half? He got, he got like, his momentum started picking up around 2018. He met the right people. He probably had to get, go to talk, go up to these motherfuckers like, hey, look, here's my music. Check my shit out. And then somebody, somebody out of probably the thousands of tapes, thousands of link trees that he sent to motherfuckers, somebody said, you know what, we're going to take a shot with him. You don't think, you don't think that maybe, you don't think that maybe, like, um... You don't think that maybe it's like you can either be a master at something like Michael Jackson was considered the king of pop. So he's a master of pop, right? You can either mm-hmm. master something or you wear multiple hats. I feel more it's multiple hats because, for example, that reference of like king of pop, it's like, okay, you're the king. Just because you the king, they was having kings, that dis- kings get dethroned. They was having that discussion point. on Joe Budden. They, they, Joe Budden said that Michael, that Chris Brown is a more talented um, art performer um, than Michael Jackson was. Nope, absolutely this, not. This would, this would, button, this. probably aesthetic wise for our generation, maybe, but not of all time. Chris Brown didn't have bitches fading before he even opened a goddamn mouth. 
Chris Brown can't do an arena tour. He can't travel to every fucking tour around Europe to Australia, back to the United States, and sell he said, out. Any he actually said thing. way more talented than Michael that, Jackson. That, I, he that's some clickbaity shit. It's Joe Budden, motherfuckers. He's just he's just trying to just cause like some type of media storm at this point. Like Joe's already like a little bit down bad with like with a lot of voter shit in his life. To me, you stupid. Like. like like I, I love Joe Budden. Like I love everything he's done. Like when it comes to the mixtape scene, he was more popular with his mixtapes than his actual albums. I love the Padded Room. I love the Move Music series and all that shit. But at the end of the day, Joe Budden's the same shit for clickbait at this point. He sat down with academics and pretty much almost pretty much said like, "Look, I say I say what I feel and whatever," and, and they got accepted for the way it is. All right, cool. All right, you keep that lane, and everybody, the world will keep on turning with or without you. You just gotta move with it. But. To say you're better than Chris, like Michael Jackson, better than Chris Brown, no, 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 fam. Like, no, I like Chris Brown. Chris Brown got the moves. He's everything. He's very, very talented. Sing his ass off, dance his ass off. That motherfucker be sweating, doing the craziest fucking moves I never seen no human can do. But better than Michael Jackson, nah, no, I don't agree with that. Like, you can't say way and then way better. Okay, but why? Did he give reasons why did he tell you he was better than Chris Brown? Or just saying like, oh, he's just way better. He gives it, he gives up, but I don't want to give him no clout. You guys could go look for it yourself and get your own opinion. But so, he gives it he gives a breakdown and it's a it's a, it's a it's it's a good argument. I, I mean it's a good argument, you know. I know the error is different and all that, but you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a good argument for the bodies of work. I like I seen Chris da- Brown dance a lot more than I've seen Mike dance. And and I wasn't around for Mike. I didn't get to see Mike perform on stages. I don't know how many stages Mike touched. I know that I could be speaking naively because I wasn't there. But I see Chris Brown and your boy, your boy, body is bodying. At, like, he is a monster. I, he, I, boom. I wasn't alive for Michael Jackson's era. I can I can understand why somebody you can you have to understand we have to understand that how why somebody wouldn't understand Michael Jackson's era because you weren't in that era you didn't see the greatness that and that's was. what I'm telling you like, I wasn't there when Thriller came out I, I wasn't there when he did people. the moonwalk I wasn't I don't know what it I, did to people I don't know I didn't see him when he was at the Jackson but I do Five know. my dad did when I hear um gonna make a change. Yeah. Man. For once in my What's Chris Brown's man in the I still, What's Chris Brown's thriller? I still cry though I still cry when I hear that though I still cry yeah, when I hear that song the song makes you feel But my nigga Chris Brown I still cry I, I get emotional when Please don't judge me And I won't judge Yo that shit's so but, toxic but And we can be And we can be right. beautiful I'm like what? Yo baby come on here Don't judge yeah. me Don't judge it's, me like, I get it But it's like I'm more groovy But you see that You see that please don't judge me I still get goosebumps, but man in the mirror, give me. But I have more songs that I relate to with Chris than songs that I relate to with Mike. Yes, but it's a generational thing, and you gotta remember, Michael Jackson was not inspired by Chris Brown. His inspirations mm-hmm. were a lot by different. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Good. And a lot of the things Chris Brown does is emulated off Michael Jackson. Well, yo, like you said, masters get dethroned. Yes, but he's not. He's not gonna touch Mike. No, he's not even gonna be near the castle. Can at I this tell point. you? Can I? Can I express, he's not even in the fuck. He's still across the moat. Can I express how many record sales they each have? Okay. All right. Brown has sold over a hundred and ninety-three million records worldwide. Let's look at this. Bam, 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 bam. Okay. Congratulations, Michael. 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 Michael has sold more than 750 million. <laughs> so you're going to, that's a peon. This nigga ah, almost has a billion ah, records. Ah, almost three fourths of a billion. Three fourths of a billion. 750. If he just sold his records for a cent, he's already richer than Chris Brown. He's richer than us. He's richer than the we can buy the world. Oh, God. Imagine at the time, like ten dollars for so ten dollars a copy, right? More or less. Like ten, that's like seven point. He sold like almost seven point five billion dollars of records. What's Chris Brown's Thriller? What's Chris Brown's Moonwalk? 
I mean, you got, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't no Girl, fucking thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, I wanna see that was like one of those records that's popular globally, but not popular in America. It's one of those, like a fucking Pitbull record or some shit. Yo, you stupid. That's what it is. There's no, there's, what's my, what's, there's no substance there. It's, it's it's a party record. It's like, okay, you just go, yeah, yeah. I, I've been to clubs. I never even heard fucking yeah, yeah, yeah anywhere. Shit. I mean, I, like I said, I fuck with Chris. Like, I'm not saying Chris is a fuck be- with he's Chris. Not, he's a great, he's a very good Yo, we're talking about Chris and his new album's out. Exactly. We didn't even know his album was fucking out. We know when hey. Michael comes out. We, we well, know. Out the casket? Yeah, that's God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll you know think he- Michael's dead? Yes, he's dead. You didn't see the footage though? Yeah. When, when they seen like, kind of sneaking him out the back of the. <laughs> I've seen like probably a yeah, hundred different type of videos and like conspiracy <laughs> theories of this nigga being alive somewhere. He's dead. He's dead. You think he's, he's dead? dead? He's dead. Because what would be a reason for him to come back right now? Maybe he's, he's just going, hey, I'm cut. not dead. I'm just kidding, guys. Well, he's the king. I just needed a break. I just found it funny that he died right before he's going on tour. So a lot of artists died before they go on tour. Like right before you go on tour, you're going to fucking croak? Most of. Like half of the Twenty Seven Club died before they were going go on tour. Yeah, but half of the the Twenty Seven Club been dying for since they got famous. Before they got famous, those, those people. No, are 20- before they reached their peak, they were famous. They just didn't reach. The no, I'm pinnacle. saying emotionally and spiritually, those people were broken people that managed to the world managed to relate to them because there's certain emotions and things we can't tap into by ourselves. Where sometimes you need that sound. Sound comes with frequency. Frequency create how carries energy. All that goes through us when we feel it. There's certain there's certain sounds, and those people in the Twenty Seven Club, most of them were emotionally and spiritually ruined inside and fucked up, but found a way to express it. Like they found I, it, and it, then it's people more just innate in them because like back think then, of Nirvana. Nirvana is uh, very hard to just get. Think of, just think of it this way, you. There, there was no MTV. There was no anything to find music. There probably wasn't that many open mics and showcases as it was back then. There was just niggas going in the bars and they had to physically go up to a manager like, hey, can I perform here? It's not like, hey, can I send an email? Or, hey, this no, promoter's the 90s, there and shit. In the 90s? 80, like, I'm talking 70s and 80s type shit. Oh, oh, you yeah, had to yeah, really... Yeah. Right, there was no social media. You weren't being inspired, really, by... Looking on the internet for your favorite artist, you have to go. You have to go outside. You have to go to a bar or a lounge to see motherfuckers playing "Be Inspired by the" and built off of that, like, like to have. And then you have to sit and write your own lyrics. There was no rhyme zones or no fucking beat stars like helping you and shit. Nah, I mean, I I totally get it. I totally get it. So I felt it was more curated. Like, like when those artists came up, that was like them. They had to know what was in their heart, what was their music, what was their sound. Like, this is me. Oh, I'm not being inspired by like like that. Like like there's no fucking artists out there that I'm like really looking at because I can't see them. I have to go and see them. I, I there was no phones and like for me to look on the internet for my favorite artists and shit. There was no Spotify playlist. Yeah, nah. Imagine I, there was a play imagine there was a Spotify playlist in like nineteen seventies. Well, you well well well, I don't think part of me feels like all right, they say um they say um hard times create tough men. Tough men then create soft men. But tough men create good times. Good times then create soft men. If these people, you know, the, the older we get and the more technology comes available to us, um, the more questions we start to ask, the more information we want to have. Um, what's become big in the past five years, 10 years? Mental health. Mental health and how people's feelings are, you're right? Like people, everybody started LGBT. realizing when they were on, even that, you know, but I'm, I'm talking more on the, like people started really, yeah, even being gay though, even being gay in the 70s that's and 80s. Been and pushed, that's hard. But, but that, Happy but, Pride Month, by the way. But, but yo, I get it. I get it. There was a point in time where they were ripping gay people out, the, out of cars and wouldn't allow gay, like it was yep. segregation because they were gay. They weren't human because they, had, they were gay. That's fucked they, up. Like they, you're not human if you're black. They, like it's fucked up. I don't understand. Had, they had to put them on the same lines as the Civil Rights Act. That's how crazy it is. Like, but that's why I say. But that's why I was trying to say is that if if I think about if I think about them not having so much access like we have, not having you know if I live in California and I'm going through a lot of shit and I'm depressed and I'm bugged the fuck out right. Nowadays, no matter where I am in the world, I could be in California. Once I put the computer on, if I want to look up something to make me laugh, make me feel better. 
wherever the fuck that person shot it from, wherever I can get the information because right here on my computer and see it. And I can now change how I feel. If I need help, I can go online and find help. See, I think that those times being what they were are the big reason why we got those people in the 27 Club. Because they didn't have access to the help that they needed. And not having access to the help that you need, you don't figure yourself out. And you don't ever get better. So what they did is they deep-dived into their craft. They just became hard at what they... They like, just became the greatest at look, what they do. Like Even with my myself, when I look at like us as artists, like who we, who, we were, who we were inspired by, who we was growing up, all the records we bought... Like all the posters we had on our walls, all the shit we were seeing them like on like shows, like on late night shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all we were doing was just all we are is just pieces of what we were seeing, and then we just honed it into ourselves. Remember, we innovated. I felt like we just innovated what who we are as people, who we are with our music. Like because people say, "Oh, you sound like Eminem." Like for me, like they say, "Oh, you sound like Eminem." I say, you do. I was like. I'm not only just in them. I wasn't only just inspired by this one guy. Yeah, I might sound like him, but like, do you know about Redman and all the stuff with like the muddy waters? There is a dark side. Doc's the name 2000. Fuck, do you know about Buster Rhymes? Yeah, like, but see, you gotta. But you, people are gonna just associate me with just the Eminem. Well, well, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. It's um, I I can play you four different tracks for me, and you 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 are gonna hear me four different ways. Like you're gonna hear for because yes. I—that's what I'm trying to get at. But I play with—I play with pitch. Mm-hmm. I play with pitch. I play with—I play with. I have a very unorthodox type of flow where I'll ride one word, take a break, and then come back. I—I—I I, I, I do that. I'm very unorthodox. I've never been one, two, three, four bar. One, two, three, four bar. When I count my bars, it's like a half a bar. It's like sometimes this. Like I, but people like when I get compared. Oh, you sound like a you sound like a Capone from Capone and Noriega. Oh, you sound like a Drake. Oh, you sound like a J Cole. Oh, and I be like, I I get it. I get it. It's because of the if I deliver this voice, if I deliver this voice in those type of flows, you are gonna compare me to them because I say you, say you sound like Westside Good. Because <laughs> I could go with that flow too. But that's see, but you get compared to M all the time because and this is no this is no slight on you. It's constructive criticism. You don't. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, no, you like you, 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 you don't play with that too much. The only time I've heard you play with it is on your deep songs, like that song where you were a clown. A dialogue. When you're speaking in that type of like that, guess I'm gonna dialogue type shit. Like when you're speaking, that's just different from what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. I've been recording you for six songs. The it's mm-hmm. only when you it's on the the one the the song you did like over the piano mm-hmm. in my house. That's where you're taking your time. You 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 don't sound nothing like an Eminem. You sound like a Richard. You sound like a Richard. That's when you really sound like who I know you for in front of my face. But when you're rapping the other way, that's that's your rip rap. That's your rapping, Richard. Mm-hmm. Your rapping, Richard. Unfortunately, is is that's the way he likes to rap. He likes to rap that way on that style. That that's what your preferred way is, and that's why when people hear you, they haven't deep dived into you to get your other side yet. They're really gonna have to go into these albums or this out al- this fourth album you have and this fifth one you have particularly. I could tell that you've changed. You did certain songs that way to be different, and I guarantee you won't. Once people hear those songs, you they won't have that same. They're, now they're gonna start giving you your just do that. That's your style. That's that's your. Yeah, you may have gotten a, a interest to something, but no, this is your style. I don't think you fully adopted your style yet, and that's why the whole world hasn't yet. That's why you're not recognized for you just yet because you haven't fully adapted you yet. I can't say I have neither because they don't say oh, that's G style. They compare me to other niggas. Right. I think nobody ever really truly adopts, yeah. adopts like their full potential. I think we're just constantly trying to reach the next plateau, and we're just spending our entire lives figuring it out how to reach it. It's like same thing with Eminem. I think after he dropped um, Recovery, mm-hmm. his, his whole style changed to like being super fucking fast out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like Kam- Kamikaze, all right? Yeah. Kamikaze, his shit was stupid fast. Yeah, like. Like the shit with Jordan Lucas. Yep, Marshall Matters LP too. He's rapping really fast, but if you hear like some shady LP or Marshall Matters, he's not rapping fast. Somewhere along the lines, this motherfucker just came out of nowhere. I think it's after that fucking Drake record he did. Like now, they go. that's when he started. <laughs> that's when I felt. That's when he started unleashing his fast rapidy rap shit. 
Because he wasn't rapping that way before that track. They was expecting to spit this low. I was like, what the fuck is this him? Stole the Back into the game, man. They know what you be saying that before. He stole the whole track with that. Yo, a lot of my niggas don't like his verse. I got like yes. 10 niggas that hate that, but, hate that like, verse. But that's where I felt. That was the introduction of a different M right there to me. That was the different M to me. Uh, I mean... When you hear my name is, you go from my name is to fucking that? He didn't. He never rhymed crazy fast, but you can tell when that white boy, that white boy had such great etiquette that if he, when he wanted to, you could tell that rapping fast. You know why? Because... Royce kind of raps fast. Royce the 5'9 kind of raps fast. And he came up with Royce. So their styles are very similar when you hear them rap. But Royce decided... I hear When I hear Royce now, I know who it is. His old shit sometimes, I get him confused with him. I really do. But now, you, you know Royce now. You know, he's just really, really intricate in the book. What you think about Sahai? Hmm. Very underrated. I just read that. I was just reading that niggas are saying Sai has an underrated, uh, underrated pen game. That he wrote yes. mad songs for people. Yes. Drake, mad, mad yes. songs. For he people. got like you. You ever hear like a Sai has like record? Like especially back then when he was well, on the he come put up. a new project out, and everybody's saying it's trash. I haven't heard a new project, but the, I haven't heard a new a project. A four pack, I think. Wait, what's shit. what's it called? I don't know. Look it up. A four pack. It's on like DSPs, like Apple Music and shit. I don't even know how to spell his name. I think it's with an I. So C Y H I or some shit. Shy High. Yeah, it's Shy. the Prince, but his Prince is like with a Y. Yeah, he got the EP. See, he just put it out, right? Yeah, he's under Empire. Yeah, it's four. It's four tracks, and he has. Come on, he got a track with Jack Weiss. That already tells you. Jack Weiss is pretty much. What if Lil Wayne had a son that could sing? You stupid. <laughs> you think so? He looked like you like Lil Wayne. Yeah, I went down a rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole. Um, and I and I want you to, I, I really want you to answer this question honestly and like, yeah, just answer. Like, I went down a rabbit hole. I was in my car and um, I started watching um, all the reality TV show fights. Like, it was a playlist, yo yos. It was a playlist of like, I want to say an hour. Maybe an hour and a half of reality TV show fights. Love it. Hip hop, fucking the Housewives of whatever, uh, Bad Girls Club. Yo, I'm watching all this shit and. <sighs> One, would you be on a reality TV show? Yes. Two, do, if you were on a reality TV show, would you do it the right way? Like, like. It's reality. Would you would you do it the right way or do you are you gonna right are you way. gonna are you what's gonna the right do, way of reality? <laughs> well, these nick I, I I can't tell if these people are acting for the camera sometimes. I or, felt I felt now or if they're really acting like that. It's like I felt like the mo the mo began with the real world on MTV. That was the first legitimate reality show in the fucking the Kardashians. World. No, the real world. The real world mouse nineteen ninety one. Nineties, yeah. That's nineteen ninety one. When that MTV was shape and form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first authentic reality show in the fucking like world ever. Ooh, and I, I felt see, like I want to see the cast of the first real world. And I felt like over. I think they did like a reunion like twenty five years later where they all sat together and shit. That's because they broke the mold with that shit. But I felt like um over time it became more scripted. Like you can like it doesn't feel authentic now when they do shit. Like I look at it them, was real world New York. Yeah, it was in New York. <laughs> And then they started doing like real. I think the craziest one I saw when I was growing up was Real World Las Vegas. That was a crazy ass. Didn't one. the Miz become come from the real world? Yeah, I think he came from one the of the real worlds back then. Yeah, 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 it's like a road a challenge, a ro- road, yeah. road rules challenge. When Yo, they had road Yo, rules, Theo Vaughn, the the comedian. Yes, the the comedians from there. Yeah, and that's why I said if you ever went, would you do it right? Like I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna say it right now. I ever get to one of those fucking things, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. I've been told you to sign up for some. I'm gonna punch somebody shit. in the face. Yeah, I got a job though. I'm punch somebody in the face. No, nigga, you get a job, you are gonna get a career. <laughs> yeah, I know, but my bills are something right now. I'm injured. Just, just one, just one my nigga, audition, I get this, nigga. I get this pay, yo. I get this paycheck. Trust me, I'm gonna take some time off. <laughs> uh, no, don't, don't, don't pull a ghost me and shit. Trust me. No, nah, I'm not gonna pull a ghost you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When I say I'm taking time off, listen, I only work hard because I gotta pay bills. If I can have uh, two months of my bills paid up. Well, I didn't have to think about him. That's that's really good time for me to focus. Like even being injured, I get up and get to go to work. You know, if I had two months to focus on something, 
I can get whatever the fuck I want done. Two months. I can go to casting calls. I can go do those things. And not worried about, damn, I got to whip you up at five tomorrow. Damn, I got to be... I don't like that shit, bro. I don't like... I don't like... I don't like going somewhere and not having a lot of money in my pocket. I don't like going somewhere and knowing that I have to go... It, it doesn't work. I like having a calm set mind on the agenda, right? Hmm. And getting the agenda done. Look, I sat with Cradle yesterday. We shout sat, out to Cradle, by the way. Shout out to Cradle. Shout, we, we sat there for... I picked him up at... 8.30 in the morning, got back to my house by 8.45. We sat there till 12.30, 1 o'clock. We got an hour documentary he got coming out. And Edited by your boy. And ain't going to try to put it into like my theater. So what did he say he's going to put uh, it Yeah, he's uh, going to get into festivals. He, okay, told shout- me, he told me that he's got, he got a permission to get it into festivals, oh, which yeah. would be awesome. Also, shout out to New York Nico for his premiere of Out of Order. Like. At the Tribeca Film Festival. Also, if you're free, I don't know when this episode is going to be out, but June 19th. I'll probably go home and do it today. Uh, June 19th, it's going to be a block party by Grandma's Place, Grandma Dawn's Place, and Grandma's Place Harlem. So definitely pull up. Your boy's going to be yo-yoing. He's going to be giving out a lot of yo-yos, donated by a lot of yo-yo companies. I got about 200 yo-yos upstairs. Now I'm just going to be me a yo-yo demonstrator like I was last year. I'm also bringing my boy Physic. You know, he's going to be filming the entire Physic Vision, the videographer. Yo, Physic Vision is going to be there. We're going to do from point A to point B, make it real vlog-like. You know, I'm, I'm trying to dabble into doing vlogs for my YouTube now. Like, make like give it like a better real-world experience outside of just like putting up like showcases in the pod and like those minute reels and stuff. You know, I want to try to bring something a little different to the channel for nah, us. Of course, of course, of course. You know, and you know, the main thing is, is enjoy yourself. Oh, yes. You know, enjoying yourself... Know why you're there, what June team represents. You know, you you're always a giving person, so the give back's gonna be right back at you. You know, yep. that's a good thing that you're doing that. Yep, man. I'm I'm gonna try to do more. Also, also be on the lookout for a very big show in August. Like I'm just waiting on the final paperwork, but it's for it's for for me to perform at the New York State Fair in August. So if you know about the New York State Fair, the great New York State Fair. You know, yeah, like the really, really big one. Yeah, not the fucking bullshit ones like in a, the hood or something. Like, or, or the stadium park. Or those amusement parks, like Dreamland Amusements or some shit they do. like Wait, They give you a broken neck when you get on the ride. <laughs> yes. Like, this is the legitimate fair that's the one that's big, the chungy wungy one, the big one. So I'm just waiting on the final paperwork and the payment info. And they say we're going to send it at a later date. And I'm going to be... Uh, all set up for that, but pretty much they're down. They like they said I they said I sound like Eminem. That was one of the reasons why they liked my stuff. And the only we gotta stop this conspiracy, yes. y'all. He is not M. Yes. M isn't not him. They don't even like you know the, the body of work. The substance ain't even the same. You know if you really listen to Richard, he don't rap like he don't rap what Eminem raps about. Like, the like, pain is totally different. Like the cadence might be the same, but the storyline is. Absolutely different of how we both rap. Like I don't talk about killing my mom, or you know, only like a, the, only a white boy could get away with that. Yeah, only a white boy could get away and kill his mom. Only a white boy get away with that. And immortal technique. Yes, immortal technique. So he's a fucked up guy for making that song. That 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 song is so bugged like out. Eminem. No, immortal technique. The the like the, the song that he's fucking that he's really famous for. Hey, the, the, uh, dance with the devil. But but you heard what you just said the song that he's famous for. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's real fucked up because in the song, he he in the song he he want he's talking about a, a kid that wanted to be a gang member, a kid that wanted to be a gang member, and they said in order to get initiation, y'all gotta fucking rape this rape this woman and fucking and rob her. So he said he's fucking in the in the story. It's a six minute song. So so mind you, that's and the one, story that's he's just telling. Him. Just... The story he's telling. He's like he said he couldn't. He, he he pulled the cover over her. And he sees that he was raping his own mother. What the fuck, yo? F- 54 million views for you fucking crazy fucks about him making a song about a nigga raping his own mother. It made it impactful and it worked. It worked. Nigga, I made him famous. Yeah, there you go. But now everybody's looking at Immortal Technique as, oh, that's the guy that made the song about raping his mom. Well, that, that that's how Me, I look at it. Yeah, at. that's how you look at it. That's not how the world because probably looks at it. And I give him I give him credit because he's a dope ass rapper. I've heard his albums. I listen to him. He's he's dope. He's dope. He he he's not my he's not my cup of tea. He's not my cup of tea, but he's dope. But to notice what the world for what people get credited for 
and and for notice what you can get famous off of. That's why shit like the real world, the Kardashians. That's why all this shit thrives in our world because we we allow the this this. I don't know, B, because I don't know what's good and bad no more. If bad makes me money and I get famous and I can feed my family and I become successful and I become all I can be, like the fucking army and shit, or for being a bad person, who the fuck is you to tell me I'm a bad person? Little no fact, the track Hometown Hero on my third album, this is Naturally Ride, the scratches were done by Immortal Techniques DJ. Oh really? Yep. Yeah, Mel Technique's DJ is really cool. I forgot. I got his. I got his Instagram. It's like real cool dude. He did the scratches on it because I tried to go to this other DJ that's really good with scratches, but like he was like, not that he was like wasting time, but it was like he was doing like other things, so he got too busy. And then I reached out to this guy, and then come to find out he was Mortal Technique's personal DJ when he goes like does shows and stuff. So I was like, oh cool. And then he sent the, he sent the scratches back and everything, and it was fucking dope. So. Shout out to you if I forgot your that's name. Dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's that's ironic. We're talking about motor technique and that that's like that, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. So we've been pretty much talking. What? How long have we been talking so far? That not that long. We haven't going to like even like the big, bigger topics like what the world's going on with. Like so, how you feel about all these mass shootings going on? Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to call it. You know why? Because, like I said, America, America has me dumbfounded. Um, Do you think it's a people issue or a gun issue? Me, I mean, I'm, I'm there's, like, some, there's yeah, some, I'm no, there's some, there's, there's some 15 year olds that can drive a car. There's some 15 year olds that can definitely drive a car because they've been driving with their dad. They, they, they got taught the right. There's some 25 year olds. There's some 35 year olds that still can't drive a car. Why? Why if it's there's laws that you have to follow in order to drive that vehicle. Why is there such a difference in the way people, one, drive their vehicles, two, operate, operate in safety management? So I'm talking about cars. Why it should be the same thing with guns, man. Like, yo, at the end of the day, having a pistol, you should be licensed and screened. America, you know, the amendments, these things were written fucking 200 plus years ago you know the constitution was written two plus i don't think they could have gotten everything right 200 plus years ago us still being here now they got a lot of things right though so you got to give them credit these old fucks wooden teeth and having slaves everywhere you got to give america credit where it's due right but then you got to take it away from america there's no reason why crazy people should have guns there's more guns than people in this country. Yes, there There's no reason that crazy people should have guns. Facts. Everybody, yo, every 10 years after 40, every five years after 50, you should get re-examined how you drive your car. Because by that time, your mind is slipping, your, your, your flexibility to drive the steering wheel, everything is diminishing. You might, be, you might be an angrier person. You went broke. You had hard times. You're looking for the next person to hit with your car. You are unstable. But there's no laws in place to check people every couple years to make sure if their mind is mental to operate a 2,000-plus vehicle weight. Right? There's no, there's no, there's no test. No, even when you hit a car, you get into an accident, insurance goes, okay, how much is it? This is what you got to pay. Here you go. You get a new car. You go back on the road. When you shoot somebody, think about this. You know, a lot of the time, there's no coming back from that. So one, you, you, you're taking a life. Let's not even get to the fucking 19th. You're taking a life, though. You know, you're taking a life. One. Two, you got to think what to do after that. You're going to body somebody and just run away with a gun. Like, and I know it gets done. Don't get me wrong. You got like the, you got the, the, the DC sniper. You know, you got Son of Sam. You know, you got people that just run up and kill and run away. I totally get it. But again, those people weren't, they, they, there's no way that those people, if they were looked over, if they got evaluated by a shrink, if they got tested in some way, for where they stand mentally, you can have your own opinion. It's America, the land of the free. But you shouldn't have the right to kill anybody. And us just giving guns to anybody that can walk into a fucking Walmart. And if I go to Virginia right now and change my address, I can walk into a Walmart and grab a gun. And then I can drive back up to New York and put it in my house. 
If I go down south, they have gun 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 um auctions. They have gun gun shows. Anytime Dick Joe or Harry can walk into that shit and somebody is selling me a gun. That's no check, no background checks. No, nothing. No, you can walk. And this is what do you think is gonna happen? You think that every person that goes to grab a gun has the fucking the best interest in the world? I just saw a documentary on Netflix that was in Germany. These two white guys and a woman, they rob a bank, they take hostages, they rob a bus, and the entire time, and the guy's so fucking arrogant, Rich. He's like, the the, the interviewers go like, can we interview you? He's got a gun and shit. He's like, yeah. Oh, you saw I know it? about that. Yo, B. They, like, they, 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 and then they end up taking like two women and like putting them in the car. And they killed a 15-year-old. And, and they killed a 15-year-old during like a shootout. When you, the whole time the police were just like, well, how the fuck was any of that allowed to happen? Saying, you know what homie was saying the whole time? He said, I did 12 years in prison. I'm not going back to prison. I've already made my decision with life. Fuck life. It's over. I don't want to be, I don't give a fuck. And he had a gr- his girlfriend too. And yep, he, he get his girlfriend and the police ended up trying to, they nabbed the girlfriend up uh-huh. and then they started shooting people on the bus when he didn't let the, yeah, I know, I know, I, I forgot the story. I forgot the dude's names. But I know they ended up both getting captured, and is it Goldslex? Goldslex, something like that. Vulture, Vulture, no, no, no. The name shit. of the, the name of the thing was like, let me see. But I know both of them. One of them's actually out on out now. They one of them got released in like 2017. It's crazy, but they they both they're like two Germans that went to a bank, and they ended up stealing a car, and ended up the dude ended up picking up his girl while the cops were following. So what the cops? Totally fucked up, and then there was like so much media around it that they had to make like a law to prevent like the media from covering like active, you know, like bank heights, like kept active like kidnappings and stuff. That's how crazy it got because you know, a woman, a young woman, ended up losing her life. Gladbeck, Gladbeck, Gladbeck. Yes, I saw it on um, this guy's YouTube channel like long, like a while ago. He dropped it like a year ago, and I was looking at it. And you just mentioned it now. I was like. Wait, this is the YouTube video I was just exactly talking about everything that happened that day. Oh, really? Wow, that's crazy. They Yo. were driving for like hours. It was like a 50-hour fucking heist shit that went wrong. Oh, no, but he's... If you watch the documentary, the guy, yo... The, one of the guys has a gun to the girl's neck. Yep. And she's While like... talking to her. And she's like... And he's like... and they, Do you think he'll pull the trigger? And she's like, no. No. Boy, were you... Smiling. Right? Smiling. Yep. Crazy bitch, yep. why are you smiling? Yep. Like you, the nigga got a whole burner yep. to you. Yeah, neck. you can look it up. It's on uh this guy Cuter, Q X I R. That's the channel I saw. It's, it's probably it's. I know it has to be that what you're exactly talking about. I forgot, what, but it was like a very popular, very pop, one of his most popular videos actually. He oh, this little weird white guy. Wait, what little weird white guy? Q X I R. That's yeah. the name of his page. Yeah, and he talks about like a whole bunch of stories. Yes, and one of the stories was and he's a he's a white guy, right? Yeah, he's a like yeah, a white guy. But the story was called yeah, the interview interview during Hotchis crisis. That's what it was called. Yep, it took place up Gladbeck Hostage crisis. No one in Germany has the Gladbeck Hostage drama in August nineteen eighty eight. Yep, Dieter Degoski. That was one of the dudes, and Hans Jürgen Rosner. Those were the two dudes. Hans Jürgen Rasna. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying Hans Jürgen Rasna. Sorry, my German. Rasna. You gotta put that Rasna. Yeah, but they were like crossing like the motorway, which they call, but just the highway in America, but it's called the motorway. You know. And they killed themselves, right? No, they they both survived. Oh, they both survived. And they just they both ended up serving life. And but one of them actually got released like five years ago in 2017. Pussy, you pussy. Say you gonna kill yourself, you pussy. You ain't kill yourself, you pussy. Yep. Because you were talking, I was like, yo, I've seen that shit before. That, that was a good, the way they, the way that he breaks it down and like exactly what happened. But pretty much it was the police's fault and the news media's fault at the same time. They were hyping it up. Yeah. They, they kept pushing out there. That don't happen. The interviewer got into the fucking car with the guy. That don't happen. <laughs> that don't happen in, in, in nope. the United States, nope. Papa. He, he even says, he said, this would happen in America. This shit would have been over in like 10 SWAT, minutes. SWAT. Fucking SWAT, FBI, yo, snipers, military, yo, my, yo, they would have had, they would have had a drone yep. fly into that bus and shoot oh, the the two guys and a girl with tranquilizer darts no. in their neck. This, doop, doop. this shit would have been over <laughs> at the bank. This shit would even. This shit would have been over at the bank. 
It wouldn't even gone to the car, to the bus, back no. to a fucking car. No. It would have been over then at the bank. Yes. It's granted, you know, the way the FBI SWAT all those niggas moved, there would have probably been probably been more bodies than just that one body that all those couple bodies that happened because the way breaking in freeze. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you but you could tell they, they were just going with the flow of everything. Even when he was getting axe shit in the car and all that, like he's very nonchalant about what he's gonna do, and then all of a sudden he catches a temper tantrum. Yep. No, I don't want to talk to nobody. Hey, yep. you know, like you could tell that he was just going with the flow as he goes. You know, back to our, our thing about yeah, gun yeah, control. We, we were, like, way off no, no, but you know, Chris Rock said something. He said, I think he said something along the line of like, if if every bullet had somebody's social security number on it, then it'd be different about who you shoot. You know, like if if they started, I, I know that we can't obviously do nothing about the guns. You know what I say? You know what I when I say that because it's just like the drugs. They don't manage to stop cocaine from getting in the United States as much as they do it still gets in. They're not going to manage. There's 3D printing machines that make guns now. Yes, I, they have them just in Canada. Bro, there's 3D printing machines that make guns now. They're not going to stop making their guns. You know what you could do, though? Produ- mass producing bullets isn't easy. Mass producing bullets, that's not an easy thing. You know, like, they have companies that do it. You have to make deals with these companies. I think that if you want to buy bullets for your gun... Those bullets have to be registered to you. I think the bullets, I think that's the way you start start to, because yeah, people's going to get screened and all that shit, but yo, I've been smoking weed from the streets for years and weed's illegal, right? So you're going to get it. If you want it, you're going to get it. Heroin, dope, fentanyl, it kills y'all niggas. And the government still gives it to y'all niggas. You're going to get it if you want. If you want guns, you're going to get guns. If you want bullets, yes, you can get bullets, but I think eventually it's just like the dollar bills. How do they circulate old dollar bills out? They put the new ones in circulation, and as the money keeps coming in from the money companies, they keep taking the old dollar bills and they put them away till you don't see them no more. Now all we see is new hundred dollar bills everywhere, right? That's how you circulate money. They should do that with bullets. Bullets should start being labeled. Labeled somehow, some way back to the user of the gun. And I don't only mean, and I don't only mean a person fucking, you know, when you you know, you can always trace a bullet back to the gun it was shot from. They, I don't mean that though. I mean particularly. The bullets, mm. when you go to Walmart, they should be branded. You like, should have to like, order them. Maybe like a barcode on the bullet? That It goes to you. That That's yours. If they get stolen, you got to report it stolen. Like your wallet's stolen, you got to report it stolen. Your car's stolen, you got to report it stolen. Your bullets get stolen, but, you got to report it. But it's like, even with, but how's that like for mass shooters that shoot up a school and end up killing themselves after? Well, so would it even matter? Well, <laughs> no, I think, I think it's the first step in um, people having the thought of, should I do this? You understand? A lot of people, a lot of people think they're gonna get away with shit. And I think for the people that are really crazy, like that mass shooter that killed, I mean, you're killing kids at that point. You already are unstable. Like I said, people are gonna get their guns regardless. People are gonna get their shit regardless. But if you stop, you, if you, you have to start something new in order for the old shit to die. You can't just throw a law in place and think it's gonna work. Everybody gets screened for guns. No, niggas are still gonna get guns, even if you screen them. So what you do is you give them a you give them more to think about. Yeah, you could give people more time and life and all this extra shit, but you already get you already get like seven years, and every year after that for a bullet in New York, you get seven years for a gun and one year for every bullet in New York or some shit like that. How about you increase the sentencing? And they're going out to kill themselves already. The gun should have never been in his hand. That's the point. The screening part of it. That's the point. Seeing who you're giving the gun to. Don't matter at that point, Richard. But, but it's like if you get the gun and you already plan on killing yourself, does it matter who the reg- the gun's registered to? I mean, after yeah, we already took out I mean, this many bodies. I mean, I mean, it does because that. From, I mean, it doesn't because everybody's dead. But it does because that's how you prevent it. You know, if I, I'm an Uncle Tom, right? I'm an Uncle Tom, and I have my nephew Jimmy, right? And I and I gave Jimmy a, a rifle when he was 12 years old. I gave Jimmy that rifle onto me. It's my rifle. I know that. And lately, when he hit 16, and see Jimmy's fucking losing a little bit. He's having girlfriend problems. He's fucking, he's losing in the school, smoking a lot of dope, and he's fucking tweaking out. And, and all of a sudden, I see Jimmy's temper. I, as Uncle Tom, am going to be responsible and take that gun away from Jimmy. Because that gun is registered to me, and I love Jimmy. Then it more starts with family. It doesn't only start with family. If My point is that be aware who you give your gun to. That's how you can start by helping these problems. If the nigga's going I, like this, I mean, maybe, you're gonna give him a gun. 
I think maybe there should be a different like way of back. Like maybe there's like a delay. Like if you purchase a gun, you know, do the extensive check. Like okay, as you said, who are you giving the gun to? So if you buy a gun Monday, okay, we're gonna give you your gun. Like, like Friday. Friday. We're just going to do like a quick background check and if everything is clear, then you get your gun. Mm-hmm. Then, after you get your gun, I would say maybe every two to three years, valuation check. Like, if you see Jimmy at the fucking going to the shooting range all the time or like going hunting all the time. That's not too bad though. Shooting I mean, range no, hunting? But it's like, okay, you see him carrying his gun a little too much, going to different places where there's a lot of fucking fuck, guns at. If he's in fucking... The food town. Yes. And he's sitting there with a There's, fucking AR-15. Like, <laughs> Jimmy, can we talk for a second? Ah! <laughs> like, put the gun down. Like, come, let's like You're a little like, self evaluation. Just, just carry it with me everywhere, and then starts waving it around. What? It's a problem. It's not loaded. Safety's on. Mm-hmm. Or even do a probationary period with guns. Like, like, so not only with like, okay, let's check your shit out, make sure he's good, but like, have a certain amount of register. You can't have this many bullets in your gun for like. Six months or like up to like up to a year, like oh instead of buying like a thousand rounds, you can only have like maybe a hundred rounds. I don't I don't understand you know and and look shout out to Henry Ford when when World War One was going on Henry Ford supplied things for both sides he didn't pick a side he supplied he's I'm an engineer I'm a, I'm getting money buddy. I'm getting money right shout out to Smith and Wesson because when shit goes down these gun companies they, I, I I don't know man look. Look, we live in America and all we do is manufacture guns, okay? Everything else that y'all do with it is not our problem. Shout out to you niggas that consciously do these things and don't want the problem to change. It's just like car insurance companies. Car insurance companies don't want people to stop getting into accidents. They need you to get into more accidents. Gun companies don't want us to stop killing each other. They need us to keep killing each other and buying their guns. Why they haven't created a gun, why they haven't created a car that has restrictions on it. Now, for instance... They're, they're manufacturing guns every day. Why why, why these new guns? Like, I've seen Judge Dredd, my nigga. It's not a movie. These new guns can come with fingerprint fucking access. These new guns can have fingerprint access on them. Where only you can use your gun. And if you're going to sell it, that thing has to be signed, sealed, delivered. So that person's thumb could do it now. You know what? I didn't even think about fingerprint guns. They, they can give, like, guns could be individualized to people. That you have to fucking have access to use it. They don't do that. Why? Why you gun companies don't do that? Because you need people to keep buying your guns. And if you put restrictions, they might not want to go through that. A crazy person, a convict, might not want to go through the layers of trying to get a gun. That's why crazy people, convicts, don't live in New York. Because it's hard to get a gun. They leave New York. Because it's easier get a gun, to get a then, gun. And then come back with those guns. Like, yo, this is what I'm saying. Look when you drive a car. I, they make new cars every fucking year. We're in 2022. They got the 2024 out there right now. Why that 2024, Richard, doesn't have a breathalyzer machine that every time you step into your car before you go fucking peel off, it should check if you're impaired or not. Because we don't want drivers on the road being impaired or not. And it's a simple thing for these car companies or, to do that. Well, like even a temperature check when you sit down like on the seating, like it says, okay, your blood levels is like looking, feeling high. Like, like, like you can put seat warmers... Shouldn't you be able to make some type of technology that knows your your alcohol level intake is? I used to, I used to, I went through this where I had a fucking breathalyzer machine on my car. Bro, the car wouldn't turn on unless I blew into that breathalyzer machine. What's so hard about that? A lot less people would be dying and be driving drunk. It's common sense. Like, this is what I'm saying. This world that we're living in, we started this conversation and I said, I'm not getting it. I'm not grasping how evil seems to prosper and I don't mean just like Satan and shit I mean like fucking there's preachers priests that have million dollar houses that are fucking your nieces and nephews like I don't understand how evil and bad things I don't understand why I like porn so much I don't understand why porn's bad I don't but they say it is right you know, like, I don't understand why there's certain things that are considered bad and considered good. And, like, it's horrible when, when kids die. It's horrible when kids tragic, die and people... Tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic. And then you got to think about the monsters that it creates. Because now it creates a brother, sister, son, or nephew that now hates the world because this sick cycle took their brother, no. sister, son, or nephew from them. And, and then... Then man, you get another one. Then you get... Then somebody's going to watch that shit on TV and see, like, oh, damn... 
maybe that's something I need to do. They're going to get inspired or be have some type of... And they feel in their head like, I need to go out and get a gun and do the exact same thing. And it causes an endless cycle. That's why that's what's been going on. At first it was what? The shit in Buffalo. Then it's just spilled over to fucking... Like almost right to a point where Uvalde, Texas. And that's why, like, it gets me, it gets me real angry, son. It, 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 it it's like, it and that gets, was a racially motivated in Buffalo. I guess, nigga had the word nigger on his gun. I like it gets me sad, bro. It gets me real sad. Like, and like I said, I don't know. I'm, I'm going all the way there right now. I'm going go, all the go, way there right now. Go all the way there. Yo, all you pedophiles, all you racist people, and I'm not talking moderately racist. Listen, we Very. all say our fucking jokes. I say I say jokes about my Puerto Rican people all the time. We all say our jokes. You know what I mean? Everybody got a little stereotype. Black people like, like chicken, they say. I love chicken too, though. You know what I mean? We all got stereotypes. You know, like Dominicans love platanos. You call them platanos. We all got stereotypes. It's a joke. When it's joking, it's funny style. It's cool to laugh about it. Mexicans are short. It's cool to laugh about it, right? All you racist pigs, all you nasty pedophile kid-touching motherfuckers, yo. All you people that want to go out and just murder people for no apparent reason, yo. Richard. Mm. I think all you should die. I think that I think we should round you guys up. I'm going all the way there. Right. I'm I going think, all the way there. Yo, I think we should round yo, all you niggas in jail, all you jail niggas that are in jail for touching little kids and fucking and beating the shit out of your woman, right? All you niggas in jail, yo, I won't even all you niggas in jail that are ruthless and they're in there for murder, ruthlessly murdering somebody. I'm not talking about you had to do it because somebody like Cain Velasquez, some somebody Cain Velasquez, UFC fighter, somebody somebody in the um the place where his daughter was was touching his daughter. He fucking went out and shot, went to go shoot the guy. He shot the wrong guy. He shot his friend. So now he's in jail, and he's he might get he might get a lot of time for it. And people are sympathizing like, yo, nigga touched his kid. He made a mistake, but understand why he did it. They're like, nah, nigga, you fucked up. You, you can't do that. Yo, all you people that do evil things, y'all should get rounded up and y'all should get killed. There should be no, there should be no retribution. Like this nasty shit with you priest, you the Vatican Church, where you find out a priest is molesting people and you move him from church to church to church to church like he's on vacation. You did the, the shit in Boston, spotlight, over 50,000. What? What? Are you kidding me? Touching little boys, you nasty fucks. All you guys don't even need to get fucked in your ass because you like it. Yo, what you need to do is get sat on by Lizzo on a bad day when she came out the gym so you could die off that vagina sweat. You need to drown in her nasty ass vagina sweat. You niggas, like, all you people that are evil and nasty, I wish you guys nothing but evil and nastiness in your life. And we should stop giving passes to people. Stop giving passes to people and say it's a sickness. It's a sickness. Oh, he can't help it. Oh, he was born this way. Oh, they were born this way. So kill him. Because it's only a matter of time before they hurt somebody else and create more monsters. Monsters create monsters. Why do we keep letting monsters live then? Like, I know it sounds crazy because I shouldn't ever talk about murder and I know we're on a podcast and I don't ever want me to kill somebody and then this be used against me. Like, look what the nigga said. He said, monsters need to die. He clearly did it on purpose. Well, you know what? If I have to kill a monster in order for my family and myself to survive, I will kill each and all you fucking monsters and be happy not in jail because I'm next to another monster. I'm about to probably take my own life or put peanut butter between my ass cheeks and go, I guess you so you think I'm crazy. Because I am a little fucking bugged out. But this world is more bugged doubt that all this evil shit is allowed to thrive and be in front of my face and my, I gotta protect my kids from it and we gotta protect each other from it and look it, it sucks that this evil is even there and it's only there because we allow it to be there there's no reasons that we should have racists in our politics there's no reasons racist, racism should be in our politics and we blatantly see it like besides fucking Tales from the Crypt Joe Biden being there there's no reason why KKK members should be able to fucking no it shouldn't work it shouldn't work I don't care if they have a bad perspective on evil creates evil, monsters create monsters. We just keep letting it rock and then going, yo, what are we gonna do about it? Nigga, there's more worse things than Sons of Sam's. There's more worse things than the most devilish shit we know. In third world countries, there's women and kids getting arms and limbs and legs chopped off. And they don't even study there's evil out there. Why do we allow this? Why? Why has it come to that point? And, and that's why I said, Rich, I'm so confused. Because there is no there. Tell me some, you churchgoers. God makes everything happen for a reason. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. That's the reason? Like, there's no reason for it. There's no reason for 19 little kids to die. 
There's no reason for it. Not in any world. And that's why I say I, I'm, I'm losing faith in this good versus evil shit. I'm starting to think life is a complete ball of irony. It's just a ball of ironic shit. Shit happens. Whichever way it happens to you, maybe you're a lucky person and you win all the raffles and you get to get every single Yeezy out there. Or maybe you're the fucking unlucky person. That you were born, your mom died of cancer, your dad's not around, you get thrown from foster home to foster home, you get molested, punched in the face, raped, and all this shit, then to one day become famous and see your dreams out just to throw yourself off the balcony because you can't take the pressure. What kind of life is this, Rich? Damn, I've been gone for a while. What kind of life is this, though, man? Like, I've been sitting there with myself for the past two weeks, hurt, and I've just been sitting there and watching all this shit transpire, and I'm just like... If there is a God, if there is a higher power, you got a wicked sense of humor in how you teach people lessons and enlightenment. Because there's no way that people that even go to church and believe in your word don't question how you let these things happen. And for you niggas that be like, God, no, God, God, God. Tell me, tell me God's reasoning. Tell me God's reasoning. That you you even try to. There's no, there's no excuse for it. Camera's out. Yeah, yours. Damn. Wow. Yeah, I see the, I see the turn up right, right there. That was very powerful, extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it burned our cameras out. <laughs> so, I mean, I felt that. Uh, I guess that's the note we'll leave it on for this episode. Yeah, my bad. I yeah, got hot. Yeah, tears coming out. Everything. Yeah, now nah, yo, I told you, I get, I get real sad over this shit. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a humanitarian. I make, I make fun of crackheads. I make fun of crackheads too. <laughs> wait, 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 that transition. No, happened. no, you, because no, the I'm laughing at the transition. I'm not laughing. Yeah, yeah like I make fun of crackheads too. Like, yeah, I laugh I make at fun them. Of crackheads. I laugh at, I laugh at them. You know what I'm saying? But. I, I also I also go ahead and I give the crackhead a piece of a, a piece of fish sandwich when I when I get I give him a fish sandwich as I'm walking out McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Like I I laugh at them too, but I feel for them. I feel for people that are in pain and need help. I just don't feel for you crackpot motherfuckers that won't keep hurting us. I'm out of here, y'all. It's our character. So on that note, thank you for watching. Um, please like and subscribe to the channel. You can, we keep it real here. You know. This one go get his watch. This one, this one, I'm. I'm I, th I think you should just take that whole clip, that clip you just said, and just put it up. Everything you st from the start, like I'm about to go off. I put, I put it on my, I put it on my, I put it on my Instagram. I put it everywhere because that, that was like that's probably the most real shit you ever saw this whole podcast since it, we started. It, it hurts, man. It hurts. It hurts. It, it does hurt, and I and I just hope I want better for all of us. Everybody yeah. of you, if you know anybody that needs help, that's in some shit, help them. Talk to them. You know, I. I I got my friend's cell phone yesterday, you know, I, and my friend is just in, he's been in a rut. Great person, great heart, but you be there for them. This is what you do. You don't give people that, you don't give people that you love your back. And if somebody's trying to do something bad to somebody you love, you either fuck them up or you call me, nigga. Fuck them up. With so call your loved ones. Call anybody you haven't talked to in a while. Tell them that Facts. you love them and care about them. Make sure they good. Hug your daughter, your sons. Call your uncle, your aunt. Make sure, like this world is so fucking crazy right now. We're all we're all only here for a brief moment. You in can't time. go to you can't go to work on the train because a fucking nigga on the train's gonna <laughs> shoot you. You can't send your kid to school because a guy's gonna be allowed to walk into a school building. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you better stop it. So uh, I'm gonna go for another one. Thank you all for watching. What's up, everybody? Podcast. <laughs> I was thinking walking out. Walking out.